Chapter 44 Postnormal Science by Giacomo D'Alisa and Giorgos Kallis Research and the Growth and ICTA Institute of Environmental Science and Technology Autonomous University of Barcelona Postnormal Science, PNS, is a problem-solving strategy to be used when facts are uncertain, values are in dispute, stakes are high and decision urgent. Such contexts characterize environmental problems from climate change, hazardous vast damping and contamination to the siting of nuclear plants. Just as in cases with ethical complexities, as in biomedical science, so in environmental development and equity policy debates, there must be an extended peer community consisting not only of scientists but also other legitimate participants, for example, all those people with a stake in the issue who will participate in assuring the quality of the scientific input. The notion of PNS is better grasped by comparing it to pure, basic core or normal science, on the one hand, and on the other, to the two currently dominant modes of problem-solving science, applied, mission-oriented science, and professional consultancy. In the pure science of laboratory research, decision stakes are negligible, as there are no external participants, and research is mostly investigator-driven. Uncertainty is also very low. Research is undertaken when a research problem is reasonably expected to be solved. Applied science extends pure science to respond to clear-cut needs to implement or improve a certain product or process. But stakes and uncertainty tend to be low and manageable typically by standard statistical processes. Professional consulting, in turn, is broader than applied science, and it involves the application of judgment and creativity by an expert. Compare, for example, the applied science of a surgeon operating on a broken leg to the professional consultancy of a pathologist or a psychiatrist. Uncertainty in professional consultancy is higher, and so hard decision stakes as the consulting is conducted for a client whose needs must also be served. For the illustrative purposes, consider dams. For a long time, the design and location of dams has been in the realm of applied science. Given fluid control, water storage and irrigation purposes, uncertainties were managed scientifically with statistical techniques. With the emergence of disputes over dams, professional consulting came into the picture, with experts judging on costs and benefits, suitable location, environmental impacts, and so on. The decision entered the political process and each group with a stake mobilized its own experts' consultants. By now, the whole rationale of dams and water-fueled 
growth is under question, with different values at stake and uncertainties and criticism on all fronts, from the ideological to the social and religious. This is the realm of PNS. The epistemic postulates of PNS first appeared in Jerome Ravet's 1971 Scientific Knowledge and Its Social Problems. Like Jacques Salul, an influential thinker for many degrowders, Lavets criticized an industrialized science that is entrepreneurial and which produces a runaway technology. The transition from craft to industrial science, Lavets argued, has had the same consequences on scientists as it had on industrial workers, a loss of control and direction over their creation. In the case of scientists, this marked a loss of autonomy over their research. Lavaz criticized the dominance of profit and financing criteria in industrial science, which have reduced science to a factor of production and pointed to a shift away from traditional forms of quality assurance based on the moral traits and skills of scientists and towards a concern with the profitability and technological applicability of results. In the 1980s, Ravetz and Funtowicz began collaborating and published Uncertainty and Quality in Science for Policy, a book whose main contribution was the design of a notational system called NUSAP, Numeral Unit Spread assessment pedigree, with the aim to assess and assure the quality of processes that deal with uncertainty in policy settings. The authors were motivated by the growing global environmental problem of the time, themselves outcome of the runaway technology that Ravetz had criticized in his past work, and the proliferation of new technologies such as nuclear or GMOs and the new technology-produced problems, such as climate change. There was a great deal of uncertainty over the causes and impacts of this phenomena, high stakes including the survival of well-being of whole human population and irreducible value conflicts, such as weighing the word of one generation over another, one community over another, or one species over another. In such conditions, Fantowicz and Ravetz argue, we can no longer talk about simple puzzles of the normal science type. The search of a single truth cannot be organizing principle of scientific activity given that irreducible, incommensurate and only weakly comparable values are involved. For example, the uncertainty of a sea level rise cannot be reduced to uncertainty of the methodological or technological sort addressable in principle with more computational power, 
The assessment of the impact from sea level rise involves also an epistemological uncertainty. PNS indicates that the normal in the Kuhnian sense science developed in the laboratory and extended through applied science to the conquest of nature is no longer adequate for the solution of global environmental problems. Until now, the Groders have challenged scientists as truth holders, mainly economists, whose expertise and claims to truth have tended to colonize and depoliticize the social sphere, see depolitizations. Still, there is a limited reflection concerning the role of science and of the ways problems will be solved in a hypothetical degrowth society. Problem-solving science will remain an important part of a degrowth transition in choosing, for example, among a range of social-environmental courses of action, and it will remain essential even in a hypothetical degrowth society, since even a downscaled and qualitatively different society will have to manage the legacies of our generation. Dams, nuclear plants, hazardous dams, and altered climate. For several reasons, the starting point for such reflection of science for a degrowth society cannot be other than PNS. First, because there is a strong bond between the community of the growers and ecological economists, the community within which PNS evolved. A new generation of the growers, many educated in ecological economics, are already imbued with the epistemic reasoning of PNS. The very praxis of the Degrowth International Conferences is inspired by the PNS ideal, attempting to do away with ex-cathedra experts and create an extended peer-review community for the growth research. Second, the denunciation of runaway technology barrettes resonates with fundamental degrowth theories. The epistemological roots of PNS meet the growth's criticism about the technologies such as elites, critics of radical monopoly, exercised by large-scale technology, and Ellul's claims of the need to escape from an autonomized technological system, a self-referential system that discovers what can be discovered for the sake of itself. Third, the democratization of science promoted by the PNS advocates is in line with the Groders' call for shaping, supposedly, democratic institutions in Western societies, including scientific institutions, reclaiming them from the rule of experts. Last but not least, dialogue, value commitment, plurality of legitimate perspectives, recognition of uncertainty, and the eradication of the monopoly of experts from collective decision-making 
are fundamental tenets of both PNS and the growth.